0: Bonus pod. Hello, and welcome to the second tier podcast. I'm Ryan Dilks. I'm joined by none other than Justin Peach. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm very good. We decided a bonus podcast for all our lovely, lovely listeners. We're treating everyone. We are, we are really treating the world. Because there's been so much transfer business from the last week that we thought, may as well dedicate a podcast to it instead of, you know, making our podcast on Sundays even longer than they already are. No one wants a three-hour podcast. No, no. Uh, But yeah, well, um, we haven't included every move. That's happened from the last week, because we'd be here all day. So we're just going to talk through what we feel are the key transfers. So if you're not mentioned on this podcast, um, we don't think you're important enough. So sorry. Or alternatively, if you think we have missed anybody, let us know. Let us know. And, you know, (laughs) send us a politely worded tweet, as you always do. Please, please. (laughs) Just, yeah. <laughs> Please. We'll start off with uh, Birmingham, yep. who have made some exciting signings. Absolutely. Um I mean, two of them I can't admit I've seen much of before this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fran Villalba yeah. is probably the headline one. He's joined from Valencia. He's a young Spanish midfielder. He scored four goals and, seven, and got seven assists for Numancia in the Spanish second division last season. We saw him play a bit at the weekend and we were both very impressed, weren't we? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things we pointed out um on Sunday in the last in our last podcast was that they've brought in some technical players. Yeah. Which is a far cry from what they've probably used to at Birmingham under past ten years. Um so this sort of probably gives them a shift in style of play. And as you say, you know, we we were impressed with them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they've also brought in Alvaro Jimenez from El Maria. Mm-hmm. He's a striker. He's got 19 goals for them last season in the Spanish second division mm-hmm. again. Um, I presume he might just be back up to Yukovitz though. Well, we, we've seen some strikers come in from um, the second division uh, in Spain and absolutely tear up looking at Leonardo Ujoa. Ulloa came in for Brighton. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah, I completely not... forgot that he existed. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> you, you just said his name then. I was like, Who? Yeah, that it was a very blank expression, he gave <laughs> yeah. me. like I just made somebody up. <laughs> um, there was there was key Care at Middlesbrough a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, um, he gained sort of cool hero status, and obviously Christian Stewart as well, who appeared there. So you know, players have come in from that division and done really well. So you know, you sort of hope with 19 goals, this is still a pretty good return, whatever league. Very good in. return. So you hope, you know, he can he can try and push Jukovitch or maybe partner him as well. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I know a lot of Birmingham fans were concerned after Ch Adams left mm-hmm. because Jukovitch was up front on his own. The only other backup was Isaac Vassell. He's also gone yeah. now. So yeah. It looks like Jimenez will provide some decent competition for old Juki. Yep. The other uh, interesting signing they've made is Jefferson Montero from Swansea. He has joined on loan. Mm-hmm. He only played four games for West Brom yeah. last season. And <laughs> Do you remember when he was linked with Man United? Yeah, that's, phew, probably paper talk, but you, you've got to be playing well to still have a good link. He's somewhere. lightning quick, isn't he? He's yeah, always been he, quick. He's quick, he's, he's he's agile, good turn of pace. Um, I imagine, obviously, not seeing a hell of a lot um, of him like Swansea fans would have, but, you know, he, he probably, to me, typifies a sort of winger that gets to the byline and dinks a crossing, which you'd expect Jukovic to just gobble up all day. Yeah, and he's still 29. That surprises me. It is. He's been around for years. A bit like Aaron Lennon. <laughs> just. Forever forever 29. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on then to the next club is Brentford. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big news for them is obviously Neil Morphe's gone, which we said was going to be a big blow. And we, we kind of covered it on Sunday. Yeah. When we said uh, Watkins has mm-hmm. been playing up front instead. Mm. Whether that's going to be the case for the rest of the season, we'll have to see. But either way, uh, he's got a big job on to replace Neil Morphe's goals, hasn't he? Absolutely. Neil Morpay was unreal last season. Mm. A major step up from the season before, as we've mentioned. Um, He is a good all-round striker, um, so he's always going to be hard to replace. And you know, Brentford, especially this transfer window, have paid out a lot more in fees than they have done before. So perhaps the ambition is still there to to go up. Um, You'd have hoped Morpay would have stayed, but... you know, I, I, as we know, Brentford are very good at replacing players. You just hope that they can hit the ground running because that's really the only thing that's going to hold them back. Yeah, the, the one who I imagine is going to replace him, uh, maybe not in terms of position, but he he seems a very similar player to Noel. Mm-hmm. Like, is a uh, Brian M. M. Bremel. <laughs> <laughs> my pronunciations are going to get really <laughs> tested in this episode. My pronunciations <laughs> are going to get really tested in this episode. He's joined from Troy's. He's um. I don't even know if that's pronounced right. <laughs> he was a striker slash right winger, mm-hmm. mainly a right winger uh, for Troyes last season. He's only 20. He got 10 goals and three assists for them in the French Second Division. So, we'll have to see, uh, won't we? Yeah, it's a tidy return for a player who's just come out of his teens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, still a child, hopefully. Still a child. <laughs> yeah, 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 These young whippersnappers. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we, we might be in that category, but... Um, as I say, it just depends if they can hit the ground running. You know, that that's literally the only thing that's going to hold Brentford back because we've talked about the back 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 line. It's a lot stronger than it was last season, but getting rid of more pay weakens the the, the forward line. So yeah, yeah, they what well, we've said before there. Scoring goals wasn't a problem, was mm. it? It was literally the defence. They kept leaking goals. They had one of the worst... I think they had the worst defensive record for any other team in the top half yeah. last season. And they've strengthened that. Now, goals is the main focus that they need to yeah. try and replace. And losing more pays, obviously a big blow. But we'll have to see if Mbremo uh, can hit the ground running. They've still got Ben Rama and Watkins, who both got double figures yeah. last season. So, yeah, we should... We'll have to see, won't we? Bristol City, Benica Frobe has joined yeah. from Stoke. Yeah. What did you make of that? It's, it's a good signing, isn't it, really? Because he's a, he's, he's a good pedigree at this level. We know he can score goals. You've just got to get it out of him. And I think moving somewhere where he can be a focal point might get the best out of him. Yeah, we spoke on Sunday about um, yeah. him linking up with Casey Palmer. Uh, could potentially be a bit of a deadly duo in yeah, uh, the championship absolutely. next season he's always been a player who has been a goal scorer yeah uh, not as much for Stoke last season and he yeah, struggled he struggled in the first game of the season as well but yeah i think you know lee johnson's got a job on to try and get his confidence back yeah. but if he does he's got one hell of a player absolutely and bristol city needed a striker he could be the man Definitely, I'd have thought they might have gone for a slightly different striker because he might be fairly similar to Jeju. Mm. So, they're as I say, you know, they're, they're similar. So, in terms of style of play, it doesn't change too much. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, it plays out well. Yeah, the other signing they've made is Adam Nagy. We know him well. Which is a fantastic name, Adam Nagy, is a Hungarian holding midfielder. He joins from Bologna. Fair enough. Like that <laughs> That's all you've got to say. I, well, I can't say too much about him, but he's got a big. But what does it re- mean to Bristol City's midfield then? Well, he's got a big job on replacing Marlon Pack. Massive job, really, because mm. in terms of recent years, you could consider him a club stalwart legend. Yeah, yeah. Especially like in as I say, recent history. Been there for it. Been there for ages. <laughs> Gone for a pittance, um, and they've replaced him with. An uh, unknown from Italy, you know. It's not obviously. Don't know too much about him. So you hope that he can he can fill the gap. Yeah. Well, let's move on to uh, where Marlon Pack's gone to Cardiff. Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned the fee then for Pack. Mm-hmm. Is it something like seven hundred fifty thousand? I think it rises with with games, but still an initial fee for an experienced Championship midfielder who is still highly rated. Yeah, that's unbelievable. It's good signing. I and presume he must be out of contract. Um, well, That's a fair point. You are well, coming you, up to being yeah. out of contract. I mean, you mentioned that the the, the centre of midfield for Cardiff needed a, a look at, and you know Neil Warnock's filled that gap in, really. Yeah, I'm not. Well, oh, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm still not convinced. Never <inaudible> satisfied. No, I mean Marlon Pack is a good Championship player. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not convinced that really improves their midfield that much, though. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, they also brought in. Isaac Vassell from Mm -hmm. Birmingham, we spoke about that on Sunday as well, Uh, he scored the winner against his old club, so (laughs) a great start for him. Yeah, really good start. And two fringe strikers have got goals in the last two games for them. Obviously Omar Omar Bogle scoring um, last week and then Vassell scoring yesterday, Uh, sorry, um, at the weekend. Yeah, and we have said previously that Sale has struggled when he was at Birmingham. Mm. Didn't really work for him there. So, Neil Warnock, you know, typical Neil Warnock signing player who's, uh, you know, a bit down on his luck at the moment. Got a point to prove. Absolutely. See he, if he can do it. If he can get a run of games in amongst the six or seven strikers Cardiff have got, you should be able to get some goals out of him. Mm. The, the headline news, though, from deadline day was probably that they lost Bobby Reid to yeah. so Fulham. Um, <laughs> yeah. T- tweet that announced that the replies from the Cardiff fans was spectacular. <laughs> yeah, <They're> usually <laughs> they usually They were not happy. No. I can imagine why because he's a goal scorer at this level, he's proved that. Why have why they let him go though? To, to a rival promotion, as well. It's a yeah. bit strange, it's really strange. Um, it's, it's a really strange sight. I don't yeah. get why they've done it. Obviously, um, Neil Warnock, you know, feels he's got enough up front. Um, like, well, he played uh, just behind the striker in the first game of the season, yeah. and I imagined that was you know his position set in stone for the season. But obviously not. Well, with Bobby Reed, he's a completely different striker that they've got there. As you say, he can play off the the, the um, he can play off the big man. Yep. Um, he can play out wide, um, and he's a goal scorer. I don't know if you heard that, but that was my stomach rumbling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. There we go. <laughs> um, I think that just about covers that yeah. uh, Charlton have made some a brilliant, They've done some brilliant business yeah. Unbelievable uh, I mean this is another one we spoke about on Sunday But they had 13 players at the start of pre-season And now they've got a midfield Of Beran Kayal Sam Field from West Brom Josh Cullen from West Ham Who played for them last mm-hmm. season That's a mid-table midfield for me it's certainly got a hell of a lot of talent. You've got experience in there yeah. with Baram Kyle. You've got the the playmaking ability of Samfield and obviously Josh Cullen, you know, bit of a box to box player. Yeah, player. that's that's just a brilliant midfield. I'm really really impressed by yeah. the business they've done. They've also got Jonathan Leko who's he's a uh, good prospect. Yeah, he's joined as well uh, from West Brom along with Samfield. So, I mean, that's that's fair play. Really, really, really good signings. Um, can't really speak highly enough of them because they've got two players from West Brom who are excellent prospects Jonathan I mean Samfield played him. quite a few games for West Brom last season I mean I'm, I'm I'm really surprised they let him go I think he's in that ballpark of they'd let him if he stays he's not going to get many games um, or if he goes he needs to go to a level that's going to get the best out of him and I think Lee Bowyer I mean he proved that last season with his loans players like Biliac Cullen um, got the very best out of them He's he's the right man to have really when you want to get the best out of younger players really. Yeah, and Jonathan Lico, he's as you say, he's a young player who was you know tipped for big things. Yeah. hasn't really made that step up yet. Still young. Still young, and this could be the time for him to uh, really show what he's made of. Well, he he set up Lyle Taylor's goal. Um, played that long ball into him. Um, played the long ball into him. Um, Against who they played at the weekend. <laughs> who they played at the weekend? Blackburn. Blackburn. There you go. Um, no, it wasn't Blackburn. No, it wasn't Blackburn. Anyway, <laughs> he got the assist and La Taylor scored, which is a good start for him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's move on to Derby. It's the big news of the week. You know, everyone was talking about it. It's not just the biggest sports news, but big news in general. One of the world's most famous players. It's a household name. Ben Hamer has joined from Huddersfield oh, wow. <laughs> You knew that was coming, yeah, did. didn't yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wayne Rooney has joined from DC United. Or will we'll join. Will join from DC United in January. Um, let's talk about what it means from on the pitch, first of all, yeah. because there's been a lot of chat yeah. about some of the other aspects of the deal. But Rooney in the Championship, I mean, I know he's been in... Uh, the MLS for the last couple of seasons mm-hmm. but he's still thirty three. So he could still be unbelievable at this level, couldn't he? I mean, we've seen players that have sort of stepped down to a level that might be uh, I say say players, players that have played in Premier League before. For some reason the first thing that comes to mind is Darren Anderson when he went to Bournemouth. And he, <laughs> All right. and he absolute and he absolutely tore it up for him. Yeah. Um that gives me a bit of Hope that Wayne Rooney can do the same thing at Derby because his record at DC is incredible. I think he's got roughly about 25 in 40 odd appearances. Um, I know the MLS is a huge step down to the championship uh, compared to the championship, but it's still a competitive league. He's still getting games. And, you know, once he has that, you know, I've seen the season finishes um, in like November, he's got to have that, or sorry, October, he's got to have the month off to sort of. Get up to speed fitness wise throughout mm. December and obviously November um ready for him to join in january he's, he's he's still a really good player, yeah, yeah, I completely agree um I don't want to spend too much time on this no. because it's there's been plenty said on twitter, ah, yeah, but what have you made of the off field? side of things but because let in case anyone's not caught up with it the deal seems to be funded by the sponsors 32 red uh, that's why Rooney is wearing number 32 next season it's all a bit murky and is a bit dare I say dodgy no. but there's plenty of EFL fans championship fans mm-hmm. who are not happy that this is happening it's it's an interesting one Um, I don't think it's dodgy at all I think um, I think that the hobby have paid a blinder with it Um, firstly 32 Red are sponsoring Derby they're not I don't think they're strictly paying for Wayne Brunner's employment because that they're paying a large chunk of the wages though aren't they well, they're probably paying sponsorship to Derby, and that's going to offset Wayne Rooney's wages. So, strictly speaking, they're not paying Wayne Rooney Derby. Are. Um, it's just it's just savvy business. It's uh, that's that's pretty much all it is. It's not, it's not like it's Derby nothing... to bend the rules, is it? <laughs> the, the, the only... no, well, <laughs> that's that's another kettle of fish. But it's not like, as I say, they're, they're paying for him because they're not. The only dodgy thing is, I'd say dodgy, tacky thing is the 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 number and the fact that it's linked to the gambling. Yes and no, but everything in football is linked to gambling at the moment. Yeah, the way, the way I see it is, yeah, of course, there's foot, if you're going to complain about the gambling side of things, yeah, then you complain about football in general because there are plenty other betting companies who sponsor football shirts. Yep. There's, you know, the the, the, the bloody league is bet sponsored by bet. <laughs> uh, Yeah, Bookie. Okay. The, the thing is, the way I see it is, if championship fans are going to complain about anything, I don't think they can complain about Derby because it's the sponsor is just giving money to a club, which is what every sponsor does. Mm-hmm. If Any championship fans have a bone to pick with anyone, I think it should be 32 Red, because (laughs) we've said before they have sponsored other clubs in the championship. They sponsored Leeds, Preston, off the top of my head. So, if anything, fans of those clubs should be saying, "Hang on a second, why are they funding one of our rivals this big signing?" That's who I'd be pointing the fingers at if I was. uh, Fan of these other teams, I know other fans might disagree with me, but I digress. They just see an opportunity. It's a PR opportunity. Yeah, they get they give a bit more money for it because it's exclusive to Derby. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll quickly touch on the other signings: Jamie Patterson from Bristol City, Ben Hamer from Huddersfield. Mm-hmm. You right? Unin- uninspiring, but steady players. Jamie Patterson's good at Championship level. Ben Hamer's. Just back up into yeah, just back up because Scott Carson's gone to Man City. <laughs> he fits the profile amazingly for a third choice keeper at City. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I know what you mean because when you talk about you, Rob Green, Lee Grant, these experienced keepers who contribute nicely to the Stuart homegrown Taylor. quota, Stuart Taylor, of course, they contribute nicely to the homegrown quota, and Scott Carson is, you know fits the bill perfectly. He's only thirty three I think though. Yeah, and he's he's one of two players in that squad to have won the Champions League. Who's the other one? Claudio Bravo. There you go. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh Fulham, we talked about Bobby Reed a second ago he's joined from Cardiff. Fantastic signing that into Absolutely. I, we've said it ten minutes ago that he's such a good player at this level. He's proved it, scores goals, um he's got energy, uh, he's an intelligent player fits fits uh, fits Fulham really well because he can fit anywhere along that three. In if he's going to add goals amongst knockhart Mitrovic and Caballero Crikey, it's that's a devastating um, attacking line. Yeah, Harrison Reed, Harry Arter, and Josh Anoma, uh, the other players who have come in. We spoke mm-hmm. about Harry Arter on Sunday, so if you want to know what we said about that, you can listen to Sunday's episode. Harrison Reed and Anoma are interesting ones and Omer was at Villa, Bonti, not too long he ago. He was at Villa, and I think he was at Sheffield Wednesday last season. Yeah, he's a good technical player. He just he he's played quite a few games for Spurs, and they seem to rate him really highly at one point. But he seems to have just gone off the boil a bit. Really, might not have just happened for him. But as I say, he's still he's still a good player, and I think Fulham's a really good move for him because of the style of football they play, um, and it just it adds a lot of depth to that midfield that they 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 need really creatively. Um, so that's a, a good signing and Harrison Reed can fill a number of positions. So a versatile midfielder, I think he's filled in at right back at times. He can yeah. play defensive midfield or he's a good box-to-box player. So again, that's a good signing. Yeah, I, I, I like Harrison Reed. Mm-hmm. I saw him when he was at Norwich a couple of seasons yeah. ago and he you know, filled every role. He, yeah. he was even there to dictate the tempo at times and yeah, did a really good job. Uh, so yeah, good to see him move on to Fulham and Ryan Sessegnon's gone to Spurs. We knew it was going to happen, really, didn't we? Well, at one point it didn't look like it was going to happen, but he has been tipped for most of the season. It's most the of most, summer I should yeah, say. most Spurs signing ever, so not really a surprise. <laughs> fantastic. Huddersfield, uh, Aaron Moy is gone. We, hmm. When we were talking about Huddersfield in the league table predictions, we said Moy staying's a fantastic bit of business from them because yeah. he's you know, one of the... I'd say best midfielders in the league. Absolutely started against Derby, but now he's gone. Big Uh, blow, isn't it? It is, um, and I'm not convinced that they've replaced him. Well, they brought in Trevor Chaloba, yeah, who uh, from Chelsea. He was at Ipswich last season. Mm -hmm. He's he he looks a good player, um, Chaloba. Not quite as good as his brother, perhaps in that role, but he can still. He was one of the standout players for Ipswich, which might not have been difficult given how poor they were. Nope. <laughs> um, but as I say, I don't think. I mean, he's nowhere near Aaron Moy's ability. Um, no one's going to expect him to be. He's only twenty, twenty-one, probably maybe younger. Um, so maybe there's a bit of a uh, bit of emphasis on Reese Brown to step up into that role now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leeds, we, we I f- I feel like we covered this on Sunday. Uh, Eddie Nketiah's come from Arsenal. Yeah, um, highly rated player. Yep, highly rated player. Um, we mentioned, you know, he, he needs to hit the ground running because he's going into a Leeds team that that's not struggling for goals, but they didn't take their chances against Forest. Um, they missed a lot of chances last season, didn't they? And yeah, that's exactly. What, yeah, 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 Leeds fans have been moaning about that for a mm-hmm. long time. Uh, Ruth's obviously gone, so Ketia is there to fill the boots, isn't he? Yeah, they need they need someone prolific. Um, he's quick. He's 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 a good prospect. So it's, it's a good signing for for Leeds, especially as a backup. Yeah, absolutely. Luton have done some f- absolutely yes. fantastic business these pass me by I completely forgot about these yeah Izzy Brown from Chelsea it's a great you, signing James uh, Bree from Villa a good a, another really good signing yeah yeah. Um, obviously Bree comes in to replace the full, in the full back area Jack Stacey yeah um, and Izzy Brown he's had a lot of serious injuries we know what he can do um, so him going to Luton it's almost a match made in heaven isn't it yeah um, so I'd Really hope it works out for him at Luton because he's a yeah. good player. And Izzy Brown was obviously at uh, Huddersfield a couple of seasons yeah. ago. Uh, where was he last season? He did play for someone, didn't he? Went he? To Leeds. Leeds, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, he, he, he didn't play too much. Did he, he had you, a or? serious injury and he missed pretty much all, the whole season. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. And uh, he, he could turn out to be a very good signing, especially for a Luton team who probably will be in the bottom half this season, but have impressed me so far this season. Yeah, definitely. If they've only got one point. I well, say Izzy, Izzy Brown has been to teams that have been competing for the playoffs in recent seasons. So he's got that quality and he's going to go into Luton where the expectation is a bit lower. He can excel there. Yeah, and James Bree is one signing I'm particularly impressed by because uh, we've spoke about Luton's full-backs at length, mm. uh, obviously mm. losing Stacy and yeah. Justin, uh, James Justin, that is, at the start of the season. And now they've replaced them with uh, Brennan Galloway, who I don't think has played so far this season. But him and Bree, who I imagine... Will end up being the two first choice fullbacks. Eventually, two young players who were tipped for big things haven't made that step up yet. Yeah, but here we go. There's your chance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Forrest Carl Jenkinson from Arsenal. You don't look too impressed. I, I mean, to be fair to Carl, to be, to be fair to Jenkinson, he's not played many games. He's had a lot of injuries. He struggled with form. Went to Birmingham. Did poor. I don't think he played a game last season. Um, so to bring him in on a three-year deal. We talk about a player who has played plenty of games at Arsenal, though. And he's got an England cap. And he's got an England cap. Yeah. Christ, when did that happen? Yeah. Probably the same time Matt Jarvis got one. But <laughs> um, yeah, bad, bad years. Um, Dark I, times. I just, I mean, especially with the, the young lad coming through at Forest, His name, I can't quite remember. But right back. there's a highly rated right back. Um, Is yeah. it to require? <laughs> no. Well, he's out for the year because um, he's, he's done his ACL. Um, but there's a highly rated right back and he's obviously going to block the pathway for that right back. And obviously, Matt and Cash has been sounded out. He's played first two games as right back. Yeah. Did just, he do it all right, to be fair? He's, he's done all right. He's not, he's not great. Uh, he's not as good defensively as obviously... A, Good right back well, uh, would be, but what do you expect from a centre midfielder, right mid sort of type? I just don't think they needed Jenkinson. That there are other areas they needed to fill. They didn't. They did too many transfers in areas they didn't need to do. Pretty much. Well, the squad is extremely thin. So I mean, this does help. <laughs> 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 they need squad. They've only got the thirty-three players. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it must be more than that now, actually. Christ. Uh QPR. Naki Wells from Huddersfield. Goal Big scorer. fan of this signing. Yeah, he's a, he's a goal scorer isn't he? He's always he's always been there or thereabouts in teams. Um he's come from Burnley by the way. Burnley, sorry. I always associated with Huddersfield. <laughs> uh. um he didn't play as many games as I thought he would have last season, probably struggled with injury. Um but as as we said, he's a goal scorer, good good at this level. Did a good job last season, didn't he? Yeah, still he still scored goals. Yeah, and I, I mentioned on Sunday again, uh, Hugo up front. I'm not convinced by. I'm much more convinced by Naki Wells as a mm. goal scorer. So this is a good signing for QPR, and we'll hopefully see them. Uh, Score a few more goals I mean they haven't got the service of Luke Freeman anymore obviously But we'll have to see Reading have made some very interesting signings Probably the most interesting in the league actually I'd say Uh, Puskas, George Puskas Puskas. From Inter Milan It's a weird way to pronounce it (laughs) What Puskas? Puskas Oh okay, sorry Puskas (laughs) 23 year old Romanian striker Scored nine goals last season for Palermo in uh, the Italian second division. Not the second tier, actually, we should oh, say. Yes. <laughs> not pulling up any trees, is it? No, not particularly. But, I mean, he was wanted by quite a few clubs. I think Birmingham were another club who were after him. So he's clearly caught the eye of some, some somebody in the championship. Yeah. Um, the fee was ridiculous for him. Um, I don't know, eight million or something roughly, like that? Roughly, I, I imagine. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's an incredible amount of money. And when you consider that Reading a team in a relegation battle from how he looks at the moment, then they really need to pick up. Otherwise, an £8 million striker in League One, it's a big old chunk of money to pay, isn't it? And it's going to be hard to shift, I imagine, the the salary that he might be on. Yeah, I can't imagine he's on a pittance. Uh, They've also brought in uh, Lucas Schrau from Chef Wednesday. Great He inconsistent Good though. Sounding. He is, but you saw it on the opening day, the goal he scored against Reading. Yeah. He took his goal really well and then he took his goal really well um, again against Hull. He's got that ability. Um, perhaps if he has a consistent run of games that he'll have, uh, he'll play, well, the quality of play he gives out would be you know, more consistent as well. So yeah, and then finally, Ovi Ajaria mm-hmm. from Liverpool. He so, was uh, there before. Yeah. He was at Rangers last season. Um, he was meant. He was apparently Liverpool's answer to Pogba at one point. But How's that working out? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chef Wednesday. Then they, they, they another team who have made some really good cracking teams. business. Uh, Jacob Murphy's the standout one for me yeah. from Newcastle. Scored at the weekend as mm-hmm. well, uh, but I think said just about enough of him on Sunday's episode. Yeah. Uh, Massimo Luongo is another one who's come in from QPR, fantastic signing It's a good signing, I'm surprised QPR were ready to let him go really Yeah, it's a weird one that, isn't it? Yeah, but it, you know, probably the right time to sell good you know, in terms of fee um, age and that um, but obviously QPR's lost his chef Wednesday's game because they get a good, good player at this level good on the ball, comfortable on the ball, good signing yeah, absolutely. And David Bates from Hamburg. Not taught, not sure too many people recognise the name. Well, I know him because he's played a few games for Scotland yeah. when I've seen them play, and well, he he's not really played much for Hamburg, really. It's it's a very weird case that you've got this Scottish defender, who's <laughs> out at Hamburg. But I mean, fair enough. We'll have to see what he's like. Yeah, he's. Yeah. They obviously didn't get Hector back, so they I, needed to bring somebody in. Yeah, I presume. He's their answer, mm-hmm. so we'll have to wait and see. He's only a young lad, so here we go. Let's, let's see what he can do. Uh, Stoke, another we keep saying this, another team have made some interesting signings. Yeah. uh, Mark Duffy from Sheffield United's one of the standout ones. Yeah, I was hoping he'd sign for, for my club, Derby. Um, he's a good player, you know, he's, he plays in the number 10, um, really, really. Busy player for his age as well. I think he's, I think he's above thirteen. Obviously, playing in a wilder team, you've got to have good legs on you, and he he fits that he fitted that bill really well. And I know Sheffield United fans are sad to see him go because of he's a bit of a hero. Then you know you hope that he can he can do it for Stoke what he did for Sheffield United. Yeah, and they Stoke have been playing this four four two diamonds yeah. so far this season, and diamonds if uh, Duffy Joe Allen and uh, Ryan Woods. Pretty decent midfielder, that. Crazy, Albeit not right? very tall, but... <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not and then, any headers. Yeah, and then Tom inside the uh, tip of the diamonds. Uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers from Spurs. I am a big fan of this signing. He, yeah. I think, I might be getting this completely wrong, but I think he had the best passing accuracy in the league last season because he was at Sw- uh, Swansea, and he's, yeah. he's a good player. I'm a big fan of it. Bit of a cheat code at Swansea, isn't it? Yeah, having a good passing act. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really <laughs> count. <laughs> but he, he uh, I imagine, will fit in next to Liam Lindsay, which yeah. gives me a bit more confidence in Stoke's defence because I've, it's been. I, tricky, I, I've it? not been too convinced by Danny yeah. Bat. I must say it's not been. It's not been great so far. That I think is that with a view to a permanent as well. I'm don't sure it is. Know. If it is, it's, it's good for Stoke because yeah. they get a good young player, um, good ball player as well, which is obviously the way Stoke are going at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, finally, Scott Hogan from Villa not done much since that purple patch at brentford mm. weird one isn't it cuz he definitely obviously didn't work out at villa no. and uh, but he is pretty much in line with the signings they've made yeah. this summer which is a player who's got a point to prove absolutely um he's had a he's, he's i say struggled with injuries they that that held him back quite early on in his career he's had um He struggled with injuries at Villa as well. And then he went to Sheffield United. He did score a few goals last season for Sheffield United. Um, Was a sort of a a bit part... I would say a bit part player, but he was in and out of the team for Wilder. Um, So, yeah, it's a steady signing, but they've got a lot of strikers there now. Yeah. Vokes, Gregory, Hogan, and uh, the young lad as well. Campbell. Campbell, yeah. So we will have to wait and see, but it, it's clear Nathan Jones has clearly got his heart set on uh, two up top this season. He played Gregory and Hogan uh, on Sun- uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sorry, they didn't play particularly well, but <laughs> we'll have to wait and see yeah. how that goes for the rest of the season. And then, just finally, the the final team we have got down is West Brom, yeah. who are arguably the standout team in terms of signings. I suppose yeah. Charlie Austin was the one that caught my eye, four million pounds. It's a bargain, really, isn't it? It's a bargain, f- considering Reading paid eight million pounds for an unproven player who oh, yeah. scored nine goals. I'd rather have two Charlie Austins. Oh God, yeah, two in- Charlie Austins. I mean, the pus gas might turn out to be yeah, yeah it might be, but But what- Charlie Austin is proven at his level, and he was proven in the Premier League. He yeah. scored fifteen goals. It what... be for QPR one season, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. It's not quite worked out for him. I know he's struggled with injuries. Um, Again, like a lot of players, he's got a point to prove. Can he hit the same form he did when he was in the Championship before? If he does... West Brom have got a player on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If he hits those heights, then we're talking West Brom will probably be around the automatic promotion area because Mm -hmm. Zahor... Hasn't been convincing so far. <laughs> Not quite. Um, but with the wide players West Brom have brought in as well, he's going to get a lot of services in the Austin. Yeah, you're talking about Chris Willock from Benfica mm-hmm. and Grady Diangana from West Ham. Chris Willock, when he was Arsenal, mm-hmm. uh, was very highly rated. He mm. has made this interesting move to Benfica. Reminds me a bit of, you know, and Sancho, I guess, in, in the way that he was at Bay Club. And has had to go abroad to try and... You know, prove himself. How many players did Benfica have? Because uh, it, it seems like every single club has a player online from Benfica. That's a very good point. I mean, Forrest have got two in themselves. Yeah. There's definitely a few more that we've mentioned previously. But Just, just fueling English football, they, Benfica are. They clearly see the second tier as the place to be. Yeah. There we go. They might move over. And move then a uh, Diangano up. as well for West Ham good it's good signing a lot of clubs were in for him a lot of clubs are in for him um is a is yeah. um, uh, a, a right-sided midfielder plays on um plays on his left foot good player good dribbler good technical player west brom probably need that because they've i wouldn't say they're one dimensional what i mean by that is they've got a lot of right-footed players so someone slightly different is is good to it add to the mix. Yeah, fantastic. So that rounds up the transfers from the last week or so. Uh one last question before we sign off, Justin, I yeah. wanted to ask you which team from the last week yeah. stood out for you? Who made the best signings? I'm I'm glad to, to say Charlton. Fair enough. Cannot disagree with that. Yeah. Why? Um they've added experience in Kyle. They've added two players who have proven themselves. You know, Samfield's got great ability on the ball, passing-wise. You know, that might be a missing link for Charlton. Um, they've got Cullen, who's proved it at Charlton already. And yeah. as well as that, they've brought in Jonathan Lico, who's a good wide player. Yeah, absolutely. I can 100% get behind that. I would have had Charlton myself, but you've stolen it, so I have to <laughs> pick someone else. Exactly. I would probably say West Brom. Yeah. Uh, because, top, of two, just, yeah, because of the reasons that we've just... Yeah. they Because of the reasons that we just gave uh, the other one for me is Luton I am a big fan of the signings of Izzy Brown and James Bree I yeah, think absolutely we're talking you know two players who could potentially be absolutely fantastic at this level got points to prove both in their early 20s yeah. it's exciting really exciting yeah. and Luton showed at the weekends they're a team that you can really get behind absolutely these are two signings I can get behind well that has been our transfer roundup from the last week it's been exciting and it'll be interesting to see how they all get on as the season goes on I'm sure it won't be too long before we start ripping into them I'll give it two weeks (laughs) yeah well thank you for listening and uh, I've been Ryan Dilkes I've been Justin Peach see you later